0: Here in Ohio, the leaves are falling, and so is the temperature. We are in a deep November, which means we are just days away from Thanksgiving, when our ovens are filled with turkeys and our walls are decorated with hand-traced turkeys from the Littles. And we stop for a moment to remember all God has done for us this past year. When we were kids, this was the time of the school year we learned all about the pilgrims. We learned all about the Mayflower and Christopher Columbus and crew. But did you know the Mayflower did not sail alone? History records two ships left Southampton. Yea, I say, two ships pulled up anchor and sailed toward the west to open up a new route and prove Columbus's hard-to-believe hypothesis that the earth is really round. The name of Mayflower's traveling buddy? The Speedwell. What was the Speedwell? Exactly. Few of us have ever heard of the Speedwell. My American history teacher never spent 42 minutes regaling us with tales of woe and worry about the speedwell. But nevertheless, she did sail toward the Atlantic Ocean right alongside the Mayflower. But somewhere between that shore and this shore, the speedwell began to take on water. It's okay when a ship is in the water, not so much when water is in the ship. So the speedwell and Mayflower both turned around and headed back to safety. They repaired the ship and they both started out again. And again, the speedwell took on water. So they returned again to dock, and this time, just over 100 pilgrims boarded the Mayflower and left the Speedwell behind. So that's why we don't hear many heroic Speedwell stories. The Speedwell barely made it past the starting line. But the Mayflower, well, that was far from smooth sailing, too. At times, the sailing was so rough and the seas so turbulent, the Mayflower's captain, Christopher Jones, wanted to return to England. Let's just go back to where we came from and call it a day. But they didn't. As dangerous as it was to keep going, it would have been far more dangerous to turn back and return to England. So they kept sailing. Something beat in the hearts of these pilgrims that knew there's a better way, maybe even a better land than the one we already know. So rather than turn back, they sailed ahead. They were pilgrims. But you don't have to wear bonnets on your head or buckles on your hat to be a pilgrim. We are pilgrims, and so were Abraham and Sarah. And I will tell you their story and a little bit of ours right after this. Good Thanksgiving week two, you, Simplify listeners. For those listening in Canada, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving last month. And for those listening around the world, I hope we are all thankful for the goodness of God all year round. You're listening to L.J. Harry, and you are listening to We Are Pilgrims on Simplify. the writer of Hebrews points us to a gallery of pilgrims who came long before the Mayflower ever docked on America's east coast. He points to a picture of a silver-haired father with 100 candles on his cake and yet a newborn in his arms. Before Abraham was ever considered the father of the faithful or the friend of God, he was a pilgrim. God told Abraham, leave Ur of the Chaldees, start walking until you cross into a land I will show you. Abraham, It's time to leave where you are and start walking. You don't belong here anymore. Don't buy a mailbox. Keep walking. I've got something better for you than this. But what? And where? Abraham didn't have turn-by-turn directions. He didn't even have a destination to enter into his GPS. Hey, Google, give me driving directions from here to there. Where is there? Um, Do you want to hear a dad joke instead? But God promised Abraham a land better than this one. Abraham had never been to that land, never felt its soil beneath his sandals, never held the fruit of that land in his hands. All he had was a promise from God that God had prepared a country far better than anything he already knew. And if he would keep walking through the sunrises and sunsets in this strange land, one day he would rest his weary feet in that promised land. Abraham and his sweet Sarah just kept walking, not knowing where they were going or how to get there. It sounds kind of like me on a road trip. So much happened that would have caused anybody to set down roots and set up camp. He had a son, Ishmael, then another son, Isaac, and yet he kept walking. Not even the birth of two boys caused Abraham to shift his eyes from that land back to this land. As Abraham sojourned through this land, he sailed through some of the most turbulent waters. He nearly lost his nephew to the sin of those sister cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. He almost lost his wife, Sarah, to the covetous eyes of Pharaoh and Abimelech, two kings who gladly would have taken his life just to take his wife. He lost his firstborn son, Ishmael, to a sibling rivalry between him and his other son, Isaac. And he came within one knife blade away from losing his promised son, Isaac, on Moriah's mountain. And then after all that, while walking all this way from this land to that land, Genesis 23 records the dark day he walked through the land of Hebron and knelt beside his bride of possibly 80 plus years when she died. And Abraham stopped walking just long enough to grieve for his sweet Sarah. But hear what he told the people of that land. He said, I am a stranger and a sojourner with you, Abraham was saying, I'm a pilgrim. Even when his bride and best friend of 80 years passed away, Abraham remembered, God called me to walk until he told me to stop. I'm a pilgrim. God promised Abraham he would multiply his seed as the sands of the sea and the stars of the sky. So Abraham just kept walking, realizing whether he would ever live to see that promise or die looking for it. He would keep walking because he is a pilgrim. All of us have stood at a graveside or sat on the front row at a funeral and bid our loved ones farewell. And there is no more difficult time in this life than those times. But there is also no greater time to remember we are living this life for the next because we are pilgrims. Those times are painful reminders that this world is not our home. We are just passing through, and we are heading for a country far better than this one, a country whose builder and maker is God. I know we're in the holiday season, and I know holidays are difficult, especially when we celebrate them this year without someone who was with us last year. So as you get ready to go into the holidays, please remember these very simple words. Remember the words God spoke to Abraham and still speaks to us. God said, keep walking because he's preparing for us a place far better than this place. We get a, a glimpse of it, a glance in Revelation 21. When of that place, John wrote, God will wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there, there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. The pilgrims who came over the Mayflower, they sailed and they walked and they fought off disease and wild animals because they were looking for a country far better than the one they left behind. During this Thanksgiving week, while you're looking back on what God has done, remember to look forward to what he's going to do and remember to look up to what he's already doing. He promised us in John 14, he's preparing a place for us, a better place for us, a heavenly place for us where there he is not ashamed to be called our God. Just remember this one simple truth as we walk through this land, as we head for that land, this world is not our home. We, we are pilgrims. Would you pray with me right now? I'm going to ask God to help you. I pray these holidays are joyous and celebratory, and I hope you have more turkey than you really should have. But I also hope God's peace is with you, especially if these are tough times. If you are going through them and there's a lot of grief, I want to pray God would give you peace. And remember, keep walking. This world is not our home. Jesus, I love you. Thank you for this glorious hope and promise and blessing. I ask you today, Lord, help us these holiday seasons I pray, Lord, though they be difficult, I pray you would remind us this world is not our home. We are living for that land, that wonderful promised land you have prepared for us. I pray you would give peace and comfort to all of those who grieve today. I ask you, Lord, to give them peace over the course of these next few weeks and months. I pray, Lord, your peace that passes understanding would keep us and help us. Help us to walk. Help us not to set down roots and set up camp, but rather help us to keep walking looking for that city whose builder and maker is God. I'm looking forward to that land when on that day you wipe away all tears from our eyes. We love you, Jesus. Help us to be faithful just to walk in Jesus' name. Amen. I really do hope you have some very happy holidays. I hope you enjoy Thanksgiving if you're here in these United States. I hope you enjoy Christmas if you're anywhere around the world. And I trust if you're listening to this, you're probably anywhere around the world. And speaking of Christmas, if you're looking for some gift ideas to buy for that hard-to-buy for a loved one, and you want to get something that will help them and, well, bless the kingdom of God quite a little bit, since it is Jesus' birthday, pick up a copy of Simplify, or Ten Words, either one of those books. I'm glad if you get either or both. Hey, you can pick them both up, pentecostalpublishing.com, available in print, or you can pick up up on Amazon, available on Kindle, or Ten Words is now available on so, you can get those books and help people in their walk with God, their devotion. Hopefully, this has been a blessing to you. And if so, please share it with others. Be sure to click on subscribe. That way, you'll know any time a new episode drops and you can be right up to date with us on Simplify. Let me tell you a reason to celebrate. Thanks to your loyal listening, we just passed 75,000 downloads on the Simplify podcast. So, hey, thanks so much. It's an honor to get to be a part of your devotional walk in helping you draw closer to Jesus. And speaking of drawing closer to Jesus, next week I want to share with you a devotion called Won't You Be My Neighbor? I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week. And always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify. Happy holidays, everyone.